The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. Hello, Cleaning Nation. This is part two in a two-part episode. If you missed episode one, go back to the previous episode and check it out and then enjoy this episode number two. The second the, the hard thing, I guess. Um, well, hold on. Let me comment on that because oh, it's so okay. important. Um, it's my most and least favorite when I, I bring people on and they say core values. I almost took it out because it's advanced and people are like, just tell me how to make more money now. Mm. And this is more like the foundation of a building. It's the least sexy part, right? Like we graded it and made the the, the land flat and it, <laughs> like, it looks like nothing happens for a month. Right. And then yeah. the framing is the sexy part, right? Like, boom, crap happens. We can see it. Yeah. The core values of that foundation is super important, but people don't get it. And I'll tell yeah. you what happens is like beat it like a drum, both on the podcast. And also it's the first thing we do first or second, see the gold. It's in step one of nine steps. I don't know where in the step, but it's in the first step because it's so freaking important. But so many of the people, when they're just getting it, are like, just tell me to get clients. Just tell me that they're so in pain in hiring or, you know, whatever, they don't get the core values. And then typically when they graduate or when they're near the end, they look back and go, oh, that was the glue that hold it all together. Yeah. So from your perspective, Dirk, for the person that's going, I get core values, but it can't be that big of a deal. Just teach me how to get more mm-hmm. clients or like, what, why is this so important? Why, what's the like meat of, why is that, how's that most affected your life directly is probably the best way I can ask. Well, to me, that's one of the things that was missing. It's like, if I, let's say I wanted to hire, you know, a couple of guys for the summer and it was just like a friend of a friend kind of thing. I was like, well, looks like you can push it one. Okay. No, there, you, you gotta, you gotta test someone at least, uh, maybe you don't come right out and say, Hey, what's your core values? You know, but you're going to be like, Hey, I want somebody who's honest and hardworking and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, if you don't figure that out, you, you're going to have more problems than you want <laughs> could shake a stick as I used to say, and you're going to, you're going to be more frustrated, more, um, against hiring than, than ever before. It's like, well, that didn't work. That that's the last thing I want to do, you know? And when I realized that all these other things I was learning, you know, in the past and tried to implement, if I didn't, I realized that if I didn't have my core values straight and focused on, this is who we want to hire, this is who we want to do business with. You're going to take, you know, you're going to take anybody and everybody. And I may butcher this, but I remember one of your, um, I don't know, sayings or whatever. One of the things I learned from you uh, first off was if you don't have um, a target, you know, if you don't have a clear picture of who you want, um, if you're, if your target is anybody, it's nobody or something like that. I, I know I butchered it, but what, yeah, if you don't you, know, you want yeah. someone to have fun, make money, be real and help out. Those are our core values. Dirks are different. Yeah. How do you, how can you ever find it? And then yeah. you just have a nebulous sense of that guy sucked, but I don't, but I didn't really define what suck is, or we have a good feeling. I love this guy. I don't know why it's like shooting around the dark, turn the core values, just turn on the lights. Like, why don't yeah. we just call it? What are you like? Why don't you guess what I want? Well, what do you want? I don't really know, but <laughs> I'm hoping you can guess it and show up like that. It's like, right. 
good luck with that. And then, so not only do we not get what we want, we're frustrated because we don't know why the heck things aren't working. And we get one in a thousand that works. We're like, I love this guy. I don't even know why. Like I'm right. guessing all the things, like I was, yeah. when you're sharing about Cole, he's, he and I share a lot of core values. So I was very attracted. I'm like, oh, I'd love to have that guy on my team. And he'd probably look at me and go, I'd love to work with that guy. And it's because, but if we couldn't, if yeah. we didn't have the language to say, because he he's a real dude and he does love helping out and he he's a fun guy and he likes making money. Like once yeah. you can articulate, oh, and then you kind of like, now I know how to do it again on purpose as opposed to just right. wandering around and bumping into people and hoping for the best. Is that, am I totally yeah. hijacking what you're feeling? No, that's basically it because what it causes you to do is not only be focused on your own goals and purpose and basically everything you want to accomplish with your business that without even realizing that's how you're going to succeed and build something that will last into, you know, perpetuity if you want to keep it in the family or pass it down, whatever, but it's, that's who you're going to attract the customers, your clients and the people that want to work for you. And it's, you can't, you can't sidestep that. You can't think that, oh, there's a shortcut. Oh, I just need more, more uh, marketing, better, you know, better leads and all that. It's just, to me, it's like, again, back to the foundation. If you don't do that right, <laughs> things are going to fall down in <laughs> three weeks, you know? And it's, it's possible, but it's like getting a hundred mile an hour headwind. Like business is hard, regular. And then you're like, let me do it with both arms tied behind my back. It's like, right. you could make it, but wow. Like, let's take something really hard and make it just nearly impossible. And typically the people that are successful and aren't clear in core values, they actually are doing it. They just don't know how to call it. They're, they're actually doing a pretty good job of it. And when I articulate it, they go, oh, that's what I've been doing. And that's yeah. why things have been, so they've already been, it's a really hard to circumvent it. And most don't know how to do it. Some leaders intuitively get it and don't need as much training. But yeah, it's very, and I'm sure it's possible. There are people that have had reasonable success. You can bully your way into success. You can just be very charming and charismatic and, but it's hard. It is a, and mm -hmm. very few, very, some people can't do it at all. The people that can have to just be wildly talented and you're still pushing a, a boulder uphill and it's like, you can do it, but why not level the daggum playing field? All right. So that's the fun. I don't say the fun one, but the easy one. Walk, walk us through. What's the thing I ask you to do? that you were like, this guy's an idiot, or he doesn't understand my business, or that won't work for me, or the, the one that had the most fear or pushback, whether you shared it with me or not. And it, maybe you're like, it was all pretty easy, but I, you know, I don't want to just have people no, like, say how everything's great. Like, let's, let's talk about the hard stuff. I don't, I don't say, I don't think anything's hard necessarily. It's more your comfort zone is how I look at it. And, and sure. I guess for most people that is hard because, um, Having, every people that's hard <laughs> having a pain conversation with your you know clients it's like well how are they gonna look at me how what are they you know is is this normal it's like eh, but you know things like that 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 push your comfort zone are necessary and it's like okay do i want success or do i want to keep doing what i'm doing you know and those are yeah those are the hard things but they're not out of this world, like, Oh, I can't ever do that. You know? And if you've ever, you know, had to go and talk to a customer or like we're in homes all, all the time. So we're, I'm again, using Colin's example, he was 18, 19, 20, and he was just kind of walking in and he's kind of like, oh, don't look at me. Don't talk to me. You know? And now it's he's just funny. Like, if you meet Cole, that's not who I Mr. see. Mr. Charismatic, you know, want to talk yeah. to everybody, you know, it's like, Oh, you know, you, you gain that 
skill set um, over time. It's not, and some people are just naturally born with it, obviously, but you know, those are things that he had to get out of his comfort zone. I've had to get out of my comfort zone because I've been doing this 20 years and thinking this a certain way. Um, you know, I tell people if, if I had a, a dollar for everybody that told me to not work so hard or, you know, don't work too hard, I'd be a millionaire by now. So I wouldn't even need this business, but it's like, that doesn't get, you know, that doesn't get the, the job done. So working hard is, it's great, but I'd rather work, you know, smarter. So, so I heard two things I want to make sure people get and don't gloss over. The first thing is perfect affirmation of what we've been talking about. If this was an ebook, a podcast, uh, or our relationship was an ebook. I know we're obviously doing a podcast right now, so this is a podcast, but our relationship together was an ebook, a podcast, a 997 binder of fun stuff, a 90 minute keynote, all good things, by the way. Please don't hear me saying they're not great. Taking someone out to lunch that's smarter than you and listening, all great. It's just if you expect those alone to change your whole business, that's where you're, you're running into problems, right? Like walking is great. But if I'm going to go to Antarctica, it's, I need a plane. Like there's, it doesn't mean walking is not good for anything at any time, but it just, you got to use the right tool. So if you're just looking to feel good or get a small change, all of those are great tools. If you're like, I want to change my life forever, we'll yeah. we probably need a little bit bigger thing. So the fact that you're like, when you ask me to do stuff outside of my comfort zone, if me was just a binder or a 90 minute keynote, one to many or a podcast, one to many, you hear it and go, ah, that sounds like a good idea. But then when it comes, when rubber meets the road, it comes time to actually do the scary thing. You're like, I don't have any money invested in this. There's no accountability. The jerk on the podcast isn't going to ask me next week face-to-face, hey man, what's going on? Like there's no community that is succeeding and giving me this positive peer pressure. Nine times out of eight, you're just going to go back to what I, back to what I know. So that's such a perfect example of the outside of the comfort zone, I think is the key, right? Like even if we could condense everything we do into a binder and we do like, I don't hold any back on the podcast. It's not like, all right, we're not going to give any of the like good information until you pay us. I try to give all the information. It's just, yeah. The cure to cancer without the belief that it's going to work won't work, right? Like if I have the cure to cancer, but nobody does it because it's probably right. going to be hard. So that's the first piece is stepping out of your comfort zone does require commitment. And you got to start there before you're committed. Nothing, lunch, seminars, podcasts, whatever is going to, even our program, if you're not committed you just like wasting money, it's not going to help. Second thing I've gotten, and Dirk has got something genius. I'm going to let him finish the podcast with uh, no pressure. Um, the second thing is, I love that he had identified, I've been doing this thing for 20 years. So the hard thing, which most people wouldn't think, and just a pain conversation basically is going from, hey, Dirk, I'm a really good carpet cleaner. Show me your carpets. Oh boy, these are really messy. I'll clean them good. Oh, the last guy said he cleaned them and didn't. Well, I'm not the last guy. I'm much better. Some version of talking about how me, how great I am um, is super comfortable, way in our comfort zone. It makes us feel good, but it doesn't make them feel good. It doesn't meet their needs. And we've been doing it and add in the fact you've been doing it 20 years. Holy heck, trying to do something different is wild. Now that's a real tall order. Yeah. Um, so I want to encourage everybody. And just so you know, pain conversation just changes it from let's talk about me and what I want and how good I am, which makes us feel fantastic to let's talk about you and your pain. And let me have an honest conversation with you if I can solve it. And if I can't solve it, I'll do my best to help you. And if I can't, I'll tell you, no, thank you, which is vulnerable. Right. And it's wildly different, especially when doing something different 20 years. Um, I just want all of you guys to hear stepping outside of your comfort zone is it. And it's even, it gets even worse. Whatever closing rate or success rate Dirk and Cole had doing it their way was probably not terrible. It was probably okay. Um, and when they start doing this, they're not very good at it. So their, their closing rate probably went down. 
Like it's even worse, <laughs> you know, not forever. When they, when they finally got it, it quickly went up and then surpassed where they were before. And not only did they make more money, but they help more people. They have more fun. Like it gets a lot better, but sometimes it gets worse before it gets better. What was your experience with all that? Well, we're still in that process and we're still, you know, having the pain conversations. Um, I actually just uploaded the funnel and the, getting the marketing going. So it, we're going to see how it goes. And I know going forward that because we're going to be targeting uh, our niche, we're going to be making more money doing less work. And it's just, I can see the writing on the wall, so to speak. And I know your other students have had success. Um, and one thing, you know, that, I see is, is because we're more focused on what we want, that's going to attract. And and it has been, I mean, literally two or three perfect prospects have showed up just by having us change our mindset and or whatever you want, but. Well, before maybe they would have showed up, we wouldn't even recognize them. Because if you don't right. know what a perfect prospect is, just if you don't know your core yeah. values, yeah. maybe a core value, perfect match showed up. You didn't know because you didn't know how to identify them. Right. And now that you're focused, it's like, hey, that's perfect prospect. And before we'd be like, oh, that's great. That's yeah, a good job. <laughs> yeah. We'll take it. But now it's like, yes, that's what we want. You know, and so, I mean, I've always, you know, kind of been one of those guys that look into all, all sorts of, uh, you know, outside your, you know, mental um, sphere of, of what you pick up. And then there's, uh, you know, things like, you know, the universe or whatever. And it's like, yeah, you attract what, what you put out there. So, um, if you believe that, um, I do. So it's like, I, I know it works. And once you change your mindset, that's what you send out, you're going to get back. So it is funny when I think regardless of how metaphysical, so to speak, any of us are, we would all agree. And it's pretty settled science that we are only able to ingest, so to speak, a very small percentage of what's going on around us. Oh yeah. Like they've got a video on YouTube that is, I saw this at a keynote one time. I still remember it where they're like, there's kids in like black and white shirts passing a ball between one another. And they're like, count how many passes a white shirt makes to a white shirt or something like that, where you're just kind of watching, you're just counting, counting, counting it. And, um, they start the video and there's kids just standing in a circle, passing the ball one to another. Um, and in the background, a man in a, or I'm assuming a man, man or woman, I don't know. He's in a gorilla suit, comes by, walks by full-size grown man in the background, not like way background, like larger than the kids on the screen waves, looks around, walks off screen, probably on screen for a good five seconds. So this isn't like a half a second thing. He's on there. Like it's, he's yeah. leisurely, he ain't running. There's no, he just walks on waves at the camera, walks up very casual. And the whole clip I'm guessing is 20 or 30 seconds. And, um, I saw it done in a group and I can't remember which group I was in, uh, but they said, raise your hand. If you saw the gorilla, half the people raised their hand. The other half of the people went, what are you talking about? Like, it's just <laughs> kids in a room. There's like, what do you mean the gorilla? And half the people literally didn't That's see it. Right. So couldn't agree more Dirk that our ability to tune in and focus on what we want has a lot to do with like right now, I don't, I'm not an expert how TV or cable or wireless internet works, but I'm guessing millions of channels of entertainment are passing through my brain, but I don't know how to tune into them. So I don't get to access them at all. Right. And all our TV tuners, same with old radio tuners, you're literally tuning it to whatever. So I couldn't agree more that 
just that help of focusing on what you want and looking at what you want will change your complete experience. Even if it feels, you know, decide to buy a Tesla, watch how magically the number of Teslas on the road quadruples, right? Right. Like, or maybe we just tuned in. All right. I'm going to let you end kind of on a good note. What's the number one biggest win you got? Um, just so I can know and um, everyone can leave going, yay, Dirk, and we'll, we'll go out on a, a win. What's the biggest win you got so far? Well, it, over the weekend, um, it, it felt like, um, well, besides playing soccer, we won. Um, I'll take it. <laughs> uh, besides that, I am in the group, you know, your, your you know, uh, elite uh, group uh, on Facebook, I should say, our Facebook group. Uh, one of the other people in our, in our, um, coaching class, uh, you know, we have, have these weekly calls and, um, uh, she reached out to me, um, probably shouldn't just say her name, but, um, reached out to me and I think a first name might be okay. Paola. And she's like, hey, okay. hey you know, what are you guys, what are you doing about this? Blah, blah, blah. And, and she's thinking this way and that. And so one of your, you know, best coaching tips is to, once you learn something, teach somebody else. So, you know, you got it. And I've done that hundreds of times. I mean, I used to um, do that in high school. I, I was good at math. And um, fortunately, one of the uh, good looking chicks was sitting next to me and I was able to teach her some math. And she, uh, she really liked it. And uh, I liked it too. And so she reached out and it was like, I, I realized that she was probably forgetting some of the things you had just been going over so, so Dirk I just tried to teach her math and was reiterating when it didn't work. At, no, sorry. I could not let it go. Ahead. I was just reiterating what you had, had said. And I had just probably gone over at module five or something. And not only did it inspire her, it inspired me. And I'm like, I'm going to go do something, you know, cause I was, you know, just watching some soccer on TV and, and hanging out. And I'm like, I'm going to get back to work. You know, it was a Saturday, but Hey, I helped, felt like I helped her. We helped each other. And that, I mean, that's the, that's the power of the group of being able to share each other's insights. And I, I think that's fantastic because I've never been a group like that where, you know, we're just, we're helping each other and it wasn't you coaching us. It was us coaching each other. So now you got a dozen other coaches, mm-hmm. not just Mike, but we can all bounce ideas off each other. And then we like take him to Mike and he's like, okay, that's great. But do this and tweak this and whatever. It's, it's great. I, I mean, I, I was so excited just for, from that little tidbit of uh, you know, coaching. I was able to coach someone else. So the big theme and takeaway I'm going to get from this and that I think dark just put a really nice bow on is community. Um, it is very, very hard to make any life changing. Just like Dirk said, you're the, whether it comes to income relationships, net worth, quality of life. You are typically the the average of the five, your five closest friends. So by that definition, or if that's the truth, just by changing who you hang out with is going to change. And obviously there's some more to it than that. But I honestly think, let's say I could sit down to lunch with you and we spent three hours and I perfectly said everything perfect. My, the yeah. best way I could articulate for you personally, the, the everything you needed to know for three hours straight and that was it. Or you could just hang out with a community of successful people for two, three hours a week for two, three months. 
as much as I'm in love with my own voice, the second is going to be by far. And Dirk nailed what most people don't get. The people that give the most to the community typically get the most. So it's funny, the people that come in are like, I'm just going to lurk and I'm just going to steal information. I'm just, I'm not going to interact or whatever. That's fine. Like no, no moral judgment here, but you typically don't get as much. The people like Dirk, there's a reason Paola reached out to him. There's lots of people in the group she could have reached out to. She's a younger, nothing demographically, they're not a match. She's younger. She's female. She, she's a completely, she's across the country. There's nothing that would be like, oh yeah, we, she doesn't love soccer that I'm aware of. I think just Dirk's energy of how he showed up and how he was like, I'm a guy that contributes to this group and I'm here and I see him interact and I see him give, gave him that opportunity that no one else got to coach. And I can a thousand percent, I've been in business 25 years. I've been coaching for seven. My quality of business owner has like hockey sticked up since I started coaching, right? When you start telling people that you can't just say, do this, do that, do that and not live it. Right. When it's just me out there by myself, I can do whatever I want. But when I'm coaching other people, like, you know, I don't want to be a right. full out hypocrite. So community, 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 all the stuff that we're talking about, I think really happens in community. So I'd encourage you. Um, certainly we have a free community with a Facebook group. Um, obviously we have a, a, a paid program, but regardless of it's us or anybody else, find somewhere where there can be a community. I think that's the, even yeah. with a keynote, there's something magical about that. Cause it's a, it's only a 90 minute community. So the, the, that's, you know, but there's a difference between maybe you guys didn't have this, but during COVID, you know, I didn't get to go as many edu live educational events, either ones that I was putting on for my clients or ones that I was attending as a client. Um, and they, they did them online. It wasn't the same. I don't just that magic in the hallway over dinner. Like the thing that you just was a throwaway you wouldn't have thought of turns to be the thing, right? For Dirk, you know, we worked so hard to give this massive experience. He's like, I had an offhanded conversation with Powell and that was my highlight. It's like, community, how do you freaking, you know, like we can't put that in the program at yeah. week eight, this person calls this person, like it just has to, <laughs> it's just this generic. And Dirk brought it, by the way, he showed up. There's lots of people in the group and he got that experience because of how he showed up. So I just want to encourage you, A, community and B, how you show up, right? If you show up as the guy or gal that's contrib contributing and giving and whatever, it's funny how magically it feels. The person that contributes the most always gets the most. The person that's just trying to take, hmm. again, no moral judgment, just a, an observation, yeah. um, gets less. It's paradoxical. You think the person that would take would get the most and the person would give would get the least. It just stands a reason, but that's not how it plays out. Yeah. Anything to add before we call it? No, that's great. I appreciate you. Beautiful. This one's so long. We might make it a double episode. So guys, gals, if that's been helpful, go to growmycleaningcompany.com. Um, I think we've got over 800 free podcasts. I've written two books. They're on Amazon. We've got that Facebook group, tons and tons and tons of content. But if you end this podcast and go, that was great. I feel fantastic. And don't make any change. I don't know that we've served you. That's a great keynote or podcast like everything else. If you want to change it to something that actually changes your life, take action, go, where am I going to find community? How am I going to find something where I can go all in? How Maybe it's just a conversation with yourself to go, how have I been lying to myself and going, it's okay, it's not that bad when that's not the reality. So you get to pick your own adventure. But if you don't take any action, maybe we spent a lovely time together. It's not going to be life-changing. And if you want your life changed, do something different. Cleaning Nation, growmycleaningcompany.com. Check it out now. See you there. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast and you made it. Great job. Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me, but like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing, share it with a friend, share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me to the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431, 602-932-6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can 
as long as uh, this number is manned. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now. 602-932-6431. Give me a text. Say hey. Can't wait to meet you.